Hey, it's a drink with Derek and uh, here with uh, my buddy Brandon Hahn, also known as uh, Gooch on Comp 92.3 Radio in uh, Las Vegas, stand-up comedian as well. And uh, you're working, so I'm, I'm assuming you're not drinking. This is, uh, this is coffee, but it, uh, it might be Jameson. Okay, well, I like that. That's how you get away with stuff. Uh, that's how you get away with drink, drinking and driving right there. No, officer, it's just coffee. <laughs> yeah. He's but believe like, me, the last thing I'm doing, uh, yeah, with, with with cops having not a whole lot to keep themselves occupied with, I'm not going to give them anything. Oh yeah, exactly, do. exactly. I'll, I'm, I'll jump into like a an infested Uber vehicle or something like that and catch tuberculosis before I start drinking a drive right now because these cops are itching for for a story. Dude, great to talk to you, man. Here in uh, here in Las Vegas, you are on uh, afternoon drive on the uh, uh, the big rock station here in town, which is a uh, which is a hell of a gig, man. You got yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, see that? It's 92.3. That, that, that was like one of the old things with the posters. And, yeah. You know, that was, yeah. Boobs. We know you got a great, you got a great gig over there, man. That is. Love it. And uh, you do a fantastic job. What did I, and I was in radio years and years ago, but I mean, what they, let me ask you this because I, it, 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 annoyed, it annoyed me earlier today when I heard someone do this. What annoys you about radio personalities when you listen to the radio? Um, when they're just talking to hear themselves talk, that drives me nuts. Like yeah. if you, we all have to step in and speak, but sometimes it goes right. on for like, you know, there'll be like 30 seconds. And I'm like, well, that could have been 10 seconds. You could have knocked that right. out way quicker, but there's a, but they like to draw things out. And then especially when they think they got a big joke at the end, they don't know about jokes. Half yeah. of them. You know what I mean? The reason why you're in this is because you wanted to be a rock star, but you don't have the talent, but you still wanted to be around the industry. You know what I mean? And now we could get all the third rate runoffs from <laughs> the local bass players in town. <laughs> Clean up on that ass. No, it's just, but I mean, that's the thing. It's like you get into this because you want to be somewhat of a celebrity, but you're just, right. You're just a guy who likes to run their mouth, you know, but it's fun. I love it. It's a it's a great gig, man. It's a it's a killer station, and uh, you you do you do this, you do uh, stand up comedy as well, which is uh, which is cool as hell. You're from uh, you're from Ohio. You've been out here in Vegas now. How long? Oh man. Okay, so I moved. I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio. I moved on my twelfth birthday out here. Uh, yeah. So on my twelfth birthday, we packed up. We uh, we took off to uh to Vegas. Mom and, and Dad I, thought it'd be a good idea to drag a twelve year old out here to Las Vegas. I'll do it. Twelve year old, ADD riddled, uh, mullet having, bugle boy wearing psycho, bro. I was. Oh, did you did you have a rat tail? I had. A, it wasn't just a rat tail, bro. It was like okay, seriously, my hat. It's like yeah. it was that. It was like that across, and then mullet, yeah, dude, it was the worst. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Derek. If you are ever, if you're in school and you have a mullet and you are also labeled the biter, you will never get pussy. It's a promise. <laughs> I know that. Labeled the biter? Yeah, let's not talk about that. But yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> I was 13 years old. Uh, I had a situation erupt. And uh, let's just say it, uh, it kept every bully from messing with me. But. Every person that had a vagina was like, no, I will not go to prom with you. And I was like, I'm fine then. Fine, I don't need you. That was five years ago. Come and I on. Rebel yeah, I rebelled. We're I almost at the statute of limitation <laughs> on the biting thing. But when I was 13, I'm 18 now, it's prom. Come on. Nope, get out of here. I'm like, well, fine, you're going to miss out on this one. I'm a big radio DJ making 30 grand a year. 
<laughs> what uh what is your uh, what's your drink of choice? You and I have gone out several times. All right. What is your uh what is your beverage? My drink of choice is always simple. I keep it Bud Light because it's always there and I hate being disappointed. So if I'm one of these assholes that's like, oh, I have a Stella, and then they go, We don't have that, and they'll go, Oh, but then never mind. No, I want a drink. So if right. I don't have Bud Light, I can always go to Coors Light. And Miller Lite. I mean, they got something there. That's it's easy. That, uh, that's easy. That's what I do. So when I drink, I'm not. I don't understand how anybody could be a beer snob when after two, the taste doesn't matter. I drank four Pabst Blue Ribbons, and it's like after. I mean, like back to back to back. Two of them, like the first one, is like, oh god. But after that first one, you're like, whatever. Let's go. That's every beer. Or I could sit there and go drink like one of these uh, craft beers. And, you know, it'd be feel like I just drank a loaf of bread and now I'm not drunk, but I'm walking around like I drank seven beers. I'm like, no, I want to get drunk. That's why I drink beer. I go to Bud Light. Well, and if they don't have your beer, they know you're going to bite them because your reputation carried over. Dude, the fear that From comes with that label. You get the bar. There's been a, I'm just telling you, like, the they're going to find you a Bud Light if you want a Bud Light. Yeah. All I do is I just go. And then, boom, they just give me a Bud Light immediately. They actually run across the street to the other bar and carry their glass back home to that bar. And so, fill it up. And fill it up with a smile on their fucking face. Because they know what's coming if it, if it doesn't show up. <laughs> You're from Ohio. What do people not know about Ohio that they should? Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, whew, boy. Uh, the one thing you need to know about Ohio is Sell me. Yeah, is okay. The one thing you need to know about Ohio is to get the fuck out of there because my God, it's dude, Ohio, you're from Michigan, bro. I'm from Toledo. Toledo, Ohio is the asshole of America. Detroit is like the colon cancer. Like it's so all over the place. Like that, that fuck whole it. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, there's there's no there, it just seems like America has completely forgot about those places. And I'm not trying to shit on the people. But those places they used to be thriving, and now it's like there's it's it's hard to find a, a living there. It's hard to get ahead of there. There's not a lot Detroit, of hope. Detroit, Detroit's Detroit's making a market comeback. Toledo is kind of like the retarded brother that never quite got over the hump of, <laughs> of taking the medication and the therapy, and now he's working at Seven Eleven night shift from midnight yeah. to because they don't want him seeing a whole lot of people. So he, he probably attempting stand-up comedy at 35. I mean, it's like, God knows. God knows <laughs> where he's going to go with his life. Well, you're still a monster Cleveland sports fan. I mean, you are a huge Cleveland okay. sports fan. What is the – now, and obviously, you know, you you grew up with them until you, until you were 12. And then – so what has been the – I have so many Cleveland friends that have that have so many marked sad moments in their sports history. What is the saddest moment for you? Okay, I wasn't old enough. I really wasn't old enough to see the. Fu- I was old, I was alive when the uh, when the uh, fumble and the drive happened, but I wasn't old enough to understand. I was like four or five, so I didn't understand right. like football at that time. The shot. I wasn't a giant b- a basketball fan when I started becoming the one thing that. The worst moment I ever had at a sportsman, like my ultimate meltdown, number one was uh, there was a football game that happened. It was the Bears and the Browns, okay? There's like – Browns are up by two touchdowns. There is two minutes and maybe 20 seconds left. Bears get a touchdown, right? Then they kick the ball off. They get the onside kick. They go back, and they score again. Now the game is tied. I am fucking fuming, all right? 
Then the very next play, the Browns get the ball. They throw a pick six, and Brian Erlacher runs it into the end zone. I'm at the bar. I'm probably like 22 years old. I still can't handle my liquor. It's uh, one, in the, one in the afternoon. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I pound the table and all the dreary, all the beers go everywhere. And I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that. That's when I realized I had to get a grip on things. And the other one was oh. when LeBron left the first time. I was so mad. Yeah. Oh, it was so, it's such heartbreak. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I had a lot of friends of mine that had that same attitude when he, uh, when he bolted the first time and then he comes back and gets you a championship. So. Dude, dude, it's the best story ever. Make that LeBron coming back to Cleveland story into a fucking movie. It should. Starring Michael B. Jordan. Make it happen. <laughs> You're a fixture in Vegas radio. Been doing this a long time, man. What is your, uh, with all the pandemonium that happens here in this town, what was your uh, your favorite celebrity encounter? Uh, okay. Um, Vinnie Paul, uh, drummer yeah. for Pantera, the late Vinnie Paul. Uh, very first time I ever like met him, um, I was at the circle bar at the Hard Rock and Vinnie Paul walks by and I run up to him and I go, hey, Vinny, you know, uh, just want to say a uh, big, big fan of you, man. Love Hell Yeah. Love, Pantera is like a, a foundation band for me. Uh, so just thanks for doing what you do. And he's like, cool, man. And he, and, and I go, I go, yeah, dude, we, we play you guys all the time at the station. And he goes, the station? I go, yeah, I work at a station. A radio station. He goes, oh, which one? And I go, a uh, comp. And I go, he goes, which one are you? And I go, Gooch. And he goes, oh my god! And he calls his friends over, and they're like, this is Gooch, right? I was like, oh, I couldn't believe it, dude. It was like, that's cool. It was, it was cool. Like it was like, here's somebody that I looked up to, and he was like, surprised to meet me. You know what I mean? And I was, you know, and I, I, I dude, I think I was uh, probably like 27, 28 years old. I might have been still going through my bandana phase. Yeah, I had that too. He was uh, your Brett Michaels bandana. Oh, dude, yeah. I was growing. I was trying to grow my hair out long, and I saw a picture of myself, and I'm like, I want. I wanted to go back in time and set my hair on fire, like just do the Ghost Rider because it just looked awful, and I so dirty, just so filthy. Like, like you ever see the? Uh, there's a scene in the the first Batman movie when uh, the Joker he ends up like poisoning all the beauty supplies and they go to the newscast and all the newscasters look all busted and broken up, like all fucked right. up. That's how he looked every day. Like it was just, Oh man. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, what's your, uh, what's your favorite thing about Vegas? My favorite thing about Vegas. Okay. It's a town built on convenience. Like, dude, you know how it is. Like when you're, when I go to Toledo, bro, sometimes it takes me forever to find like a liquor store finds it takes me forever to find someplace to eat or whatever with Vegas, what you want and when you want it is literally 10 minutes away. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's, it's incredible. It's, you could get whatever you want and it's all right there. Ready, ready for you. Hot and ready for you. I love it. You, you could get a hooker to bring you the liquor. Yes. Yes. And then you could, yeah, there you go. Look at that's you. Like a new, that's like a new postmates. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hose mates, come on, buddy. Pun it up. Nice job. Boom. What's your uh, what's your least favorite thing about Las Vegas? Uh okay. My least favorite thing about Vegas is like I don't I don't like just the it just seems like it's a it's more of a fake place. You know what I mean? Like it's right. got this, it's like I don't there are times when I'm like, do you really gotta 
put tits there. I mean, it's a, a teeth whitening billboard. Like why are tits on the teeth whitening billboard? You know what I mean? It's like, you could have just showed chin up, you know what I mean? But it's, you looked there. at it. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, here, and granted, I got tits right there too. So, I mean, it's like the same deal, but I understand they're, they're attention grabbers, but it's like, there's just times when you look at Vegas and you're like, sometimes the excess just gets to be a little too much. But again, like I said, I, if I'm talking about the excess, then I also got to accept the fact that with, uh, convenience comes at excess. Right. Yeah. I think there's a, I think a lot of people that relocate here and I want, I'm not stereotyping California people, but it seems like a lot of the uh, West coast people that relocate here from, from California, from Southern California or whatever. Um, I don't know if we seem to be like the Australia for those people, like the, the outcast that got shoved on a boat from Los Angeles and got shoved over here. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, you know, you know, bring us your douchey and your needy and your self-centered. And, and it's like, these were the douchebags that L.A. said, you got to get the fuck out. Right. Well, fuck and, 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 and see a lot of those people here. Well, the cool thing is, is, I mean, but by the same token, you also meet a number of people from the Midwest, like, you know, meeting you and I'm from Detroit. And so it's like you, when you see people from the Midwest, from your part of the country where you're from, you know, you kind of gravitate towards those people. And, well, we, and and it seems that much more exaggerated when you when you see people that are acting like, you know, acting like fools and you go, oh, come on, really? Absolutely. And 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 that's and that's what it is, dude. It's like there's a Las Vegas is the perfect. Uh, I, I, I when you look at Las Vegas, just like you said, it's like you're getting this you're getting this West Coast mentality mixed in with like some Midwestern mentality. And in L.A., you know, like when somebody says something idiotic, like when they go too, way too far left because it's all group think mentality, like the message right. is out there. It's like if they go way too far left, nobody checks them. But here in Vegas, we're like, dude, shut the fuck up. If you're if you're going to sit there and bitch, get the fuck out of the way because there's a line a mile long and we're coming. You know what right. I mean? Like that's always how it is. It's like when you in L.A., I, I see so many people because bitching is like a way of life there. You know right. what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that people don't bitch everywhere. No matter where you no, go, you're gonna do. have a certain you're right. but some of the things that they complain about in LA, it's like, well, where's your solution? Because your solutions involves fucking over a lot more people, right? Than than actually finding a solution that fucks less people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, somebody's gonna get screwed in the deal. We get that. But in LA, it's like the 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 youth the, the the young is usually the ones that that uh, has the loudest voice in L.A. Right, and when the when young people talk, I mean, you know, they make it out like so many things are so simple, right? And and they're it's it's not. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's there's so many things out there. There's so much gray area that young people just don't see. But the older you get, the more you start realizing that the more I talk about a certain subject, uh, am I hurting it or helping it? Right. Yeah, unless you have a solution, it's like yeah. the, I was saying. It's like uh, it's like um, you know, complaining about something without a solution is just whining. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and there, yeah you you do see plenty of that out here. Question: Cirque du Soleil, too many shows or great opportunity for small gymnastic Asian people? Hey, hey, hey! There are small gymnastic French people there too. Let's not stereotype. <laughs> small, smelly French people. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you, France. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I think they're good shows. I mean, right. hey, if you're going to find some 145 pound man to go out there and put his 
put his ass on the line, do it. And honestly, I really do think that when Vegas does get back up on its feet and they start having those search shows, they're due for another tragedy because that's what keeps people talking. The fact that there's danger involved in those shows is why people go see them. It's gymnastics NASCAR. Yes, dude. Yeah, it's, exactly. But it's uh, gymnastics is also, uh, it's not 30 feet up in the air. Some of these people are way high and they're climbing yeah. up poles like they're Donkey Kong. It's crazy. You know, it's like, <laughs> The fact that the fact that we don't have like seven deaths a year in circus is incredible to me. Everybody should be dead. Your wife, your wife, she does. She has a unique uh, job. She does yeah. makeup in adult films. Yes. Has she ever come home and say, "Hey, I saw this at work. We need to try it." Uh, well, if, you know, if so, if so, <laughs> what was it? If you care to, uh, you know, she's. She's never come out and said it. She never came home and she's like, look, I learned this move, this corkscrew move from Tina Twatsnatch. And then, uh, oh, and I'm like, oh, that was nifty. You know what I mean? Like, I, that never happened, you know. But uh, there's been times, I will tell you this. The one thing that has slowed down is we used to be real fucking filthy. Right. And then she started doing that job and seeing all these chicks fake it. And it's like. And now it's like, and now whenever we do it, it's like, we feel, I feel like we're faking it. I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm a fraud. You know what I mean? I'm just doing this for the camera, you know? Same thing with her. I mean, she's more like that than I am. And I remember one time, not that long ago, I said something kind of dirty. She was like, I said, I said something like, you daddy's little slut or whatever. And she goes, yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That, no, you're supposed to. Yeah, I am. I am your slut. But no, instead it was just, eh, nah, each his own. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. No, you don't just openly agree to it like we're in a yeah. like in a meeting at HR and we're having to <laughs> yeah. mediate this sexual harassment suit that went down. <laughs> exactly. Yes. As of right now, I'll be your whore too. I mean, we'll be each other's whore. Let's do it. I'll call me that. Oh, okay. buddy. They say the uh, they say the coronavirus COVID nineteen was allegedly caused by someone eating a bat. What is the most adventurous food? that you have eaten oh man i i've never really gone out on a limb i think uh i mean i'll try it i think i tried a chocolate covered grasshopper once i was like right. Right, whatever pop and that was it i mean nothing really and it wasn't even on purpose it was at the buffet at circus circus right right yeah exactly. <laughs> i was like oh this is nice and chocolatey and crunchy oh that's a leg look look what hopped in here we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you heard if you kill a grasshopper or if you what is it, if you kill a cricket or a grasshopper, it's bad luck. But Man. eating it, eating it, not you're just like whatever. It's circle of life at this point. It it happens. You're I know you're a movie fan. What is your uh, what's your favorite movie line or quote from a movie? Uh, I would have to say it's from. I'm not like Italian or anything like that, but uh, I love the I, the Bronx Tale. You ever seen Bronx Tale? Oh yeah. When uh when Sonny goes, uh, saddest thing in the world is wasted talent. And it's like that line kind of just motivated me to try everything, you know, just try it. A lot yeah. of people, that's a lot of the problem with the, with, with the world. Is there's too many people out there that are so afraid of failing. And look, I hate failing too. Everybody does, but it's not that bad. Did you get your head chopped off when you failed? No. All right. Well then get back up there and do it again. But yeah. there's just a lot of people out there that just don't like that frustration. Where can people find you online? Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at your buddy Gooch, G-O-O-C-H.
and you uh, you do comedy all over the place, uh, mostly mostly here in Las Vegas for the yeah. most part. But you, yeah. you you get a chance to travel once in a while when the yeah. uh, when the radio yeah. gods decide to cut you loose there for a little bit. <laughs> I I usually go out of town maybe two or three times a year these days. Right. I mean, Derek, you know how it is, dude. It's like oh, it's hard out there, man. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, and it's it's hard to make a buck in this game. So uh, uh, I'd rather just stay here and work stay here and have a great time man i love it you know i man, love it man you do a great job on the on the radio comp 92.3 when you come to vegas listen for this sexy bastard comp 92.3 the rock station in vegas and uh hit him up online find out when he's doing shows here in uh, las vegas and come out oh look at that with, did, I'm, try, did, I'm trying to do this trying to Trying to trying to point to the sign. Trying to did you, uh, did you there that, it is. There you go. Yeah. The finger was greasy though. Because I keep it greasy. Oh, wait, you never know when a slippery finger will come in handy, dude. That, <laughs> you know you, what? I can't think of a better line to end on. <laughs> you never know when a greasy finger is gonna come in handy. Why do I think that's gonna be used in a lawsuit down the road? <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome, buddy. Thanks for being on, man. All right, brother. <laughs>